Radio. The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. It's now time for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. G'day and welcome to The Journey. Get your skates on, pump up your tyres, strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. I'm Dozzy. Yeah, g'day, I'm Dave. Welcome to the show. Well, today we're going to have our regular contributors. But before we speak about today's show, Dodgy, just some of the feedback we've got from our first show. Awesome. I'm overwhelmed. We had a barbecue on Sunday. And uh, everyone there, to a man, just loved the professionalism of the presentation, the the messages in the speakers. Uh, I even had one guy... uh, 16-year-old took the message away from uh, one of our presenters and used it as he, at his Antioch group on Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah, you don't know what sort of positive effect you're going to have. I mean, live streaming, that's a great thing as well. Mm. I know that you're going to mention some young ladies were over in WA and gave us some feedback. They yeah. were listening in. Tell us about that. Yeah, look, hello. A little bit of a uh, cheerio there to Tara and Louise over there in WA listening and said that they got it loud and clear. So that is the uh, also the beauty of live streaming, isn't it, Dave? And people were coming up to me. That is so true, but face-to-face coming up and saying, I didn't know you were on the radio and you were presenting the journey. Just want to say, mate, really enjoyed the show. And it was people that you never would have thought would have been tuned in. That's right. Everyone from the layperson on the street all the way up to the office of the bishop, uh, they enjoyed the program and said it was a terrific package. And it all augurs well for the future, doesn't it, Dave? And it's great that the office of the bishop was receiving mm. emails about the show. So that's what, that's probably the most positive aspect of it as well. People are taking the time to give us that sort of feedback. Yeah, and that's great. I mean, that, that's really taking ownership of the, of the program. And uh, that was only program one in a series of 4,600 shows that we're producing. So we're on our way. And the important thing is, Dodsey, we're enjoying bringing it to the people. There's no place I'd rather be. Now let's get into it. On today's show, Gospel Reading and Reflection with Father Richard Healy. Firing at a dream once again, Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. And the lovely Sister Hilda, Wisdom from the Abbey. And I'll have a chat with you later about an interview I did with Sister Hilda. Would you? Lovely woman. Trish McCarthy's Milk and Honey. Also the Parole of Smart Loving. And Pete Gilmore wraps it up towards the end of the show with some inspiring words about how to live the Gospel in everyday life. Let's get on with the show, Dave. Sounds good to me. It's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Gospel for the Week Many years ago, I was in the habit of falling asleep while listening to music, and mostly it was pretty quiet and gentle kind of stuff. One of my mates, knowing that this was my habit, decided it would be rather funny to add some extra music to the end of the tape. So just as the music was doing its trick, and I was calmly and gently falling asleep, it was all rudely interrupted by loud, heavy metal music, which just about gave me a heart attack lovely. Perhaps my friend's trick was a bit cruel, but the shock of the crash of those notes interrupting the gentle melody is a great image of the warning that Jesus gives us in our gospel today, taken from the gospel of Luke chapter 12 verses 49 to 53. Jesus sees a crisis coming. Maybe we always imagine Jesus as the gentle prince of peace, but in this passage it seems Jesus is more the prince of division than prince of peace. He says, I have come to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were blazing already. There is a baptism I must still receive, and how great is my distress until it is over. The crisis that is coming will center on him, the baptism of his own suffering and death. And he can't believe that the people around him can't see the massive storm that is brewing. 
Perhaps we're being invited today to really wake up and take a long and hard look at all that surrounds us in the world. We have to read the signs of the times and act accordingly. We pray in the Our Father for the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven. Surely the church is called to ponder the events on earth and address them with the truth and wisdom of heaven. Maybe we need to wake up with a crash so that we don't remain asleep on the job. Grace and peace to you. This is Father Richard Healy from St. Paul's in Camden. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. The Catholic Guy, inspiring you to dream. Have you ever caught yourself hanging on to something that happened in the past and you weren't able to let go? A memory, a conversation, an argument, an event or a decision? Some events that happen to us affect us deeply and stir up emotions and memories that capture us in the past and don't let us move forward. Sometimes the decision we made for better or worse has consequences that we have to live with every day reminded of that decision. Do you think God wants us to live in that place every day? When we look backwards into the past holding on to a sad memory and painful experiences or bad decisions, we're not allowing God to do anything. He cannot bless us into our past, what's done is done. At times like this, we can feel alone and stuck, but in reality, we never are alone. God is always with us in our weaknesses. He is able to be strong. When we look with hope and positivity in the future, we allow God to bless us. He can work and move in our future, but not our past. What are you holding on to from the past? Ask God today to help you to let go of the things in the past that hold you back and keep you looking behind instead of gazing ahead. When you do this, you'll be able to live in the freedom and the blessing you were created for. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you'll be inspired to dream. And now it's time for Sister Hilda and her wisdom from the Abbey. A couple of years ago, I had to go to Canberra to do some talks. And because I always get lost in Canberra, I set off very early. So it was about half past three in the morning as I was getting through a very dark and cold Goulburn. I stopped off at the local establishment to get myself a cup of tea and an English muffin. The only nun walking in to that establishment, might I say, at that hour. Once I got my refreshments, my nourishment, I went and sat down and there was a big screen there playing a soccer game. I'm not into soccer, but that doesn't matter. It was all there was. I paid particular attention. Some poor fellow that was playing kicked the ball outside. Well, you got it replayed a hundred times. The dismay on the face of the crowd, the disappointment on the part of his teammates and the sheer demoralisation of the poor man himself. We saw it from every angle. And it struck me, you know, God never does that with you and me. We make mistakes all the time. We do things we wish we hadn't done. And God gets on with the game. Though your sins are as red as scarlet, he says, they'll be as white as snow. I've cast your wrongdoing from my sight. I cannot call it to mind, he says. He's got on with the game. It's only you and I who keep ourselves back. Let's get on with the game today. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Sister Hilda, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dave. Lovely to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself because you're going to be a regular contributor to the journey on Pulse 94.1. Your younger years and how you came to be where you are today. 
grew up in Sydney and have all the hallmarks of somebody who really belongs in the country. My younger years spent actually in a active congregation of religious, meaning that in those younger years I taught school. You name it, I did it. I was out there on the streets and the very last thing I did before I came to the monasteries, I lived in a caravan park with a whole bunch of beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people and beautiful children. How did you get to where you are today at the Benedictine Abbey here in the beautiful region of Jamboree? As I said, for a long time I was involved with people and I discovered that people hurt. At some point in my life, I said to myself, I can do more. There is more. I like to think that a long time ago I dealt with people's pain from the outside in. Now I deal with it from the inside out. So I've come to Jamboree, where most people don't even know we exist, taking on this life of prayer and utterly believing that this life that I have now is doing for people what I could never do when I was out there. Have you always been a person of faith since as long as you can remember? Ah, yes, I have. The reason for that is that a long time ago, even as a child, I discovered the beautiful personal companionship of God. Everybody should tell children about God. And having discovered that personal connection with God, I couldn't imagine life without him. He's been there. I've made more mistakes, I would have to say, than most people. So I know just how good God can be. Faith, I wouldn't be without God. Tell us about how you became involved with Pulse 94.1 and more specifically the journey. Well, that was an interesting story. I was minding my own business at the time when Jude Hennessy happened to come up to the Abbey and Jude Hennessy had a really good idea that we should have a segment on the radio and Sister Hilda should be part of that. So I said, Jude, my boy, what a fantastic idea, and I think it is a fantastic idea, to actually be able to get the word out there, just wonderful. So basically, I met Jude, and that was it. With your regular role on the journey on Pulse 94.1, what can listeners expect? Tell us about your segment. I hope, Dave, that what they're going to find is a user-friendly God. I hope they're going to find the God who loves them. I hope they're going to find the God who walks with them every single day. I hope they're going to find the God whose concerns are their concerns. And I'm hoping that, yeah, user-friendly is the word. User-friendly all round. Tell us about the Abbey. We're sitting here looking outside. It's a slightly windy day, but what a beautiful, tranquil place. How did it all come to be? We've been actually in Australia since 1849. Uh, the monastery was at Rydalmere down the Parramatta River. Then we moved to Pennant Hills. Then we moved here to Jamboree. The reason that we came to Jamboree was simply that we were built out at Pennant Hills. We sold up everything and came here. With this property, the bit thing is that we have room for people to come. We have cottages where people can come and stay. We have stacks of room where they can come and walk and find the peace and the tranquility, please God, that they can't find in their everyday life. People come here absolutely all the time, walk in and out. It's just wonderful. We came here in the hope not only that we ourselves would be able to develop a far deeper prayer life, but that we would have something to offer the rest of mankind as well. Who can visit? Is everybody welcome? What can they expect when they do visit here, even if they are people of no faith? 
Everybody can come here if they're breathing and even if they're not, they can come. And what can they expect? I hope they can expect a warm and friendly welcome. I hope they can expect a cup of tea with some muffins. And then I hope that they will make their way into our church where they can just sit and be at peace. I hope that when they come, they can just walk around here and take in the peace. Absolutely everybody is welcome here. Sister Hilda, thank you so much for your time. Before I let you go, what about some contact details for the Abbey and also the location, because there may be people who would like to visit, as you've just described. Contact details, 42360628. Go past the Fun Park, take the road to Robertson, 6.25 kilometres up the road. Sister Hilda, thank you so much for your time today on Pulse 94.1. Thank you very much, Dave. Now let's live life to the full with Trish McCarthy. Your mind is a garden. Thoughts are the seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. Our thoughts are powerful things. One of the greatest and mysterious gifts that we have been given. Yes, they have the potential to affect the altitude of our attitude and our actions. What kind of garden are you growing? I've heard that we spend one-fifth of our lives talking and have approximately 30 conversations per day. We also talk to ourselves. Have you ever stopped and really listened to your thoughts? Here's an activity. Take five minutes, 30 minutes, half a day jotting down all the thoughts that fly through that space between your ears. And once done, examine them closely. Are they positive, negative or neutral? What do they focus on most? What are the key themes, if you like? Is it your emotions, your actions, tasks, family or work? Are they focused on judgments or affirmations of yourself and others? With God's help, it is possible to clean up our thoughts. And when we do, it has significant impact not only on ourselves, but all those whom we encounter. Just like a small child who has sticky hands and leaves a residue on everything they touch, so too negative thoughts on our lives, experiences and relationships. We're created for much more than this. Try taking three questions or statements that you've jotted down and changing them into a better question or frame of thought. For example, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. Into... How can I be present at work and enjoy the moment? Or, why does this always happen to me? Into, what is God or life trying to say to me through this experience? What can I be open to learning? If you ask yourself a question, your brain instinctively comes up with an answer. Ask a better question, get a better answer. Have some fun today with your thoughts. What kind of garden are you growing? Byron and Francine Parola. Now that's smart loving. We're Byron and Francine Parola from Smart Loving, and today we're talking about the art of listening. Listening is not something that we're actually naturally good at. Too often we are listening defensively, ready to refute or argue, get our turn, or get back to our own interests. We go through the motions of listening when really we are just thinking about our next words or how to wrap up the conversation. One of the most loving things we can do for each other is to simply listen. Listening is the art of not just hearing our spouse, but being willing to enter into his or her experience, to see things from their perspective, to take on their values. We've all had the experience of being ignored. We're talking to the other person and they're texting or their eyes are wandering and we know that we're irrelevant to them. On the other hand, when I am listened to, I feel deeply affirmed and valued. It starts by giving your husband or your wife your full attention. That means putting down whatever you are doing and putting it out of your mind for a few minutes. That means putting aside your own need to be right. 
to assert your sense of intellectual superiority or to help change your spouse in some way. Put all that aside. These things are your agenda and you can't be fully present and attentive when you're brimming with all the thoughts that you have about what you're going to do to manage the conversation. Your only job when listening is to be like an empty vessel. No agenda except that of communicating your love. The simple act of listening without an agenda is one of the most affirming and loving gestures you can give your spouse. It says, I value you, I honour you, I cherish you, you are important to me. We're Byron Francine Parola. For more tips to strengthen your marriage, visit smartloving.org. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. You're on The Journey with Dave and Dodsey. And just before that, we heard from the Parolas and their Smart Loving segment. And if you want to get a chance to catch them live in our very own Illawarra and Shoalhaven region, they're coming to Wollongong. And we're encouraging everyone to register for their Smart Loving seminar. It's for married couples. It's coming up pretty soon. It's on the 7th and 8th of September. Right here in Wollongong, Dave. Yeah, Dodsey, it's a great way to renew and reinvigorate marriages to make sure that the most important relationship, the marriage, is firing on all cylinders. It's also a great way to enrich and empower married couples. Now, for more info, just call Jude or Kerry Hennessy on 4222-2407. That's 4222-2407. Or you can jump on your computer and go to smartloving.org.au. Pete Gilmore, Living the Gospel. In the later years of high school, I had a pretty profound experience of God. It was one of those moments where everything seemed to click and I was like, yes, my parents believe in God, but this is my faith now. These are my beliefs. I wanted to live out my faith. I I wanted to share the gospel. So I did what anyone in my position would do. I got my big, fat, gigantic Bible from home and I slapped it on the top of my pile of school books. I carried it everywhere I went and I was never backwards and coming forwards about my faith. This didn't seem to have the desired effect. I seemed to be turning more people off than turning them to God. I wish I knew then what I know now, because I think it would have changed my approach in high school. I was so eager to tell people about God's love that I forgot to show God's love. I wanted people to know God's salvation so badly that I forgot to reach out to those around me that needed help. I knew they needed God's mercy, but I wasn't willing to be merciful myself. As St. Francis said, let us not love in word, but in deed and in truth. I pray that we put faith in action today. God bless. Well, that's it for another show. I really enjoyed chatting with Sister Hilda Dodsey. Yeah, and look, we've been quite humbled and overwhelmed by the support we've received since our first show went to air on the 11th of August. Yes, and next week we'll have an interview you did with Trish McCarthy, the host of our Milk and Honey segment. And don't forget, you can pick up The Journey streaming live on the net at www.pulse941.com.au. Tell all your friends, hold a barbecue, make a day of it. A big thank you to our regular contributors to The Journey, Sister Hilda Scott. Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. Dr Byron and Fran Parola. And thanks, Father Richard, for your gospel reflection. Trish McCarthy. And Pete Gilmore. That's The Journey, Sundays 11am up until midday, repeated Wednesdays 10 till 11pm. And don't forget you can catch music, guest speakers, interviews and a whole lot more, Dave. Also over the next couple of weeks we've got some great interviews coming up on The Journey, just people we've bumped into along the way, Dodsey. Yeah, and it was also very good for us to get to know the presenters on another level and find out what they were really like and what their views were on presenting on The Journey. Faith, hope, love and life for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave, that's another show over. 
So until next time, have have yourselves a great week. week. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 941 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey and for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org.au. Dorei